2: I hate to break the fishing news after Remchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey.
3: Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We
2: just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark
3: that down, Yuremchuk.
2: Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not.
3: A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About
2: as funny as we're going to get today.
0: Welcome in episode 217 of the Real Life Podcast. I am Tyler Remchuk. I am joined by Bagged Milk. Wanye J Chalmers texted us and said his meeting went late, and he said, "Don't worry, he'll hop on when he can." So eventually, at some point, I mean, that's the best part is we see Chalmers' photo pop up, but the listeners don't know. You're just listening to this podcast, and at some point, you're going to hear Chalmers' voice.
2: First of all, no one's listening to this podcast. You know it. I know it. No one listening knows it. Yep, that's also
0: fair. Uh, we are brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Not only are they good for your stomach, they are good for the local community. 10% of all their weekly proceeds go to a different local charity. I love that this was something that sort of started out at the beginning of the pandemic and it's still rolling forward because it's always a good time to help your neighbor. Uh, Jay, who's the charity this week?
2: Uh, This week we're going to be partnering up with Boyle Street. So right after this podcast, I am uh, popping down over there to uh shoot our video and set everything up there. also we'll be doing them a uh, food donation here. They've been a food donation partner for us since the pandemic started but uh, this week we're stepping up and featuring them on the financial side so should very be good. good
0: very good and uh, they've been in the headlines a little bit because of what the Vegas Golden Knights were doing for uh, Boyle yeah. Street donating all that pizza That was a great storyline that came out of being a hub city.
2: Yeah, it's kind of interesting so we uh, our partners Belmont sobies, Uh, reached out to us saying, Hey, what Vegas did was cool, and we want to try to find a way to continue on with that. So they knocked on their neighbor's door. Uh, there's a, there's a pizza place called Red Swan, and together we are donating 30 pizzas and, uh, geez, a bunch of water. So the niche, yeah, so we're, we're all meeting, uh, at Sobey's Belmont tomorrow, and then we're going to make the delivery to Boyle Street. So I'm doing a lot. Lots of Boyle Street this week. It's great.
0: And uh, there will be a video attached to it. I loved it. And if people haven't seen it yet, you got to go to the Oodle Noodle Instagram, or we have a clip of it up at our Instagram as well. The last video you did, shout out to Josh Park. Shout out to you for being good in it as well, because that was some funny shit.
2: Oh, God. They just make me look like such an idiot, but it's great.
0: Uh, I I was laughing, and the comments all thought it was funny as well, so I think it worked out well. Uh Okay, I have a few things I want to get to today on the podcast. Uh, There was a great question in the mailbag about Oscar Clefbaum, Darnell Nurse. I want to talk about that. Uh, We're going to be joined by Scott Hastings later on as well. Might talk a little bit about the 2021 Stanley Cup odds that have been released. But I want to tell you guys a story. And this is a, it's a wild coincidence is what it is. And maybe it's not as wild as I think it is because my life's fairly boring. But about four months ago, yeah, about four or five months ago, I went and I got a new car. Went to the dealership, traded in my old Jeep, bought myself a new Jeep. Uh, The old Jeep needed like some work done on it and stuff. It just, it wasn't running as good as it was. So I traded it in, got a new one. And uh, my Jeep has like a, my old Jeep had a very distinct sound when you honked it to like lock the car because my ex-girlfriend's brother once backed up into it. And when they went to go replace all the parts, they were like, oh, hey, we didn't have the normal honk sound. So it's a more high pitched sound. So when you honk the horn, it doesn't go like, Murr. It's more like
1: meep meep, Nah. So it's, it's
0: very like, I always recognize it. So anyways, the other day I get to beer league hockey. Uh, we're in the parking lot cause you can't go inside till 30 minutes before anymore. And, uh, my buddy Alex pulls up 2012 Jeep compass, just like the one I used to drive. He grabs his gear out. He goes and locks it. And it's the sound. It's the sound of my old Jeep. And I was like, Oh shit. Did you just get a new car? And he was like, yeah, like a month ago, I went to the dealership in St. Albert and I got myself a new Jeep. And I was like, dude, I think you bought my Jeep. So he honks it again. I'm like, that's the sound. I went and inspected it. And I was like, yep, there's the little pinhole dent on the back. Like, everything checked out. He went to the dealership and bought the Jeep that I traded in four months ago. What are the odds of that? Wow. First of all, that
2: guy's your bitch now. Yep. Because you're like, ew, my Jeep's gross. He was like, hey, sweet, a new Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) You own him. If you're in prison, he carries your pocket Uh around. Uh, <laughs> when you guys see each other and you do the Jeep wave, you wave low, he waves high. What? The
1: you fuck should tell that? him all the gross shit
2: that you did in that Jeep now.
0: Well, I didn't really do a lot of gross shit. Also, there was just a loud banging noise that came from my bathroom at my condo, and I don't know what it was because I'm I heard that you heard that I am 100 percent home alone. Um, so I don't know. What Go check was. it out.
1: We'll just va- we'll just vamp until you get back. I want to know right, what's going right on. Yeah,
2: this is uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't real life that. podcasting at its finest. Yeah. By
1: the way, I don't believe that Tyler hasn't done gross shit in that Jeep either.
2: Yeah, oh, I can imagine cool. all he did in that Jeep was drive around listening to 1260. Yeah, and be upset. Just uh, yelling call, at the radio and it into, yeah. Calling into the other shows to say Tyler Uremchuk is a great guy. You know, texting, texting into was, the text yeah. line, yeah. yeah. Praising himself and then just yeah. being a troll like the others. I could see Uremchuk having a burner phone where he texts into his own show and tells himself he's amazing. I would put, we need Scott Hades on here, I'd put the odds of Yuremchuk having a burner account at 100%. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's no doubt that he's got a burner
2: account. Oh, I guarantee that secretly pumps his own tire. Mm.
1: Secretly pumps his own tires.
2: And, and takes then down pumps- his enemies.
1: Exactly. But also every now and then he'll mix in like uh, Tyler, you're an idiot just to like keep things
2: even, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. What kind of idiot time. would start up fake names on the internet, hey? Only what an idiot. idiots use fake idiot? names. Yeah. yeah. Tyler is Jack Maxwell.
1: He probably is. Oh. He probably is. Tyler's coming back. He's approaching the microphone.
2: Uh, was the
0: podcast exciting while I was gone? Oh, yeah, you loved yeah, it. Very loved good it.
2: conversation. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely want to listen back to that. You want to hear that back? I fully, so do you have someone in your house? Uh, no, and it wasn't even from my bathroom.
0: It was from the opposite side. It was outside. Uh, my girlfriend hung up a decoration on our front door, and it didn't stand, and it just fell. So I had to go pick that up. Yeah, I'm sure... You what I- you've
1: got... So, Tyler, you're living with a missus now. Yep. Do you have, like, a bunch of girly shit up in your house that you're just like, I can't believe this is in my residence?
0: No, honestly, if you walked in right now, you'd be like, how is a female surviving? Because, like, my hockey gear is airing out in my living room with the TV. Oh, wow. yeah, that's a romantic. Yeah, Jeez. I gotta clean that up before she gets home. Uh, but no, like, for a while, our bed sheets were pink because they were hers and they fit on the bed and I just didn't give a fuck. But for the most part, like, everything else is pretty neutral I'd say You just come over to my place, check. It's Mandan over here. I got fucking saws
1: and bears and shit everywhere. She let me Not hang where? up a dry no. settle
0: jersey on the wall, so that was nice of her.
1: Yeah, that was real yeah. nice.
0: Yeah. Um I'd imagine that the minute I was gone was you guys
2: talking shit about me? Yeah. No, never. Oh, maybe. No. <laughs> um, you were definitely yeah. we were definitely talking about you. Okay. You were a topic hey, of conversation.
1: Unrelated question to what we were talking about while you were away. Do oh, you, you have a burner account?
2: Do I have sure.
1: a
0: burner account? No. Yeah. We but don't that, believe you. But that's the answer. Someone
2: who has do a you s- Account? says.
0: I, I have no reason to be a burner account because like none of my jobs muzzle me or anything like that. Like I and I don't really have anything I need to like get off my chest. Uh, who do you suspect my burner account also is? Also, what
2: people? Also, we, what people. Trina Doyle. Yeah, we meaning me think you have a burner account where you text into your own show at twelve sixty and tell yourself you're awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Tell myself I'm awesome.
2: Awesome. And then you read it out. You're like, Oh, here's a nice text. Here's a nice <laughs> no. text from T Y, whoever that might be. Cause you'd want to make a fake name, but your ethics would kick in. So you'd be yep. like, maybe there's two ties. No one really calls me tie. Uh,
0: no. I, and I think people who listen to me on the radio would know that there's very rarely nice things said about me. It's usually like, that's
3: why you have a burger account. Yeah.
0: That's why you got to mix it in. Uh, yeah. Today, just speaking of texts that we get at the radio station, our contest right now is called the Mystery Moment, where like we're playing a short snippet of a sound. The jackpot rises a hundred bucks with every incorrect guess. Eventually, someone wins some money. So we've given away like you know between fifteen, twenty, five hundred bucks so far on this thing. And uh, the way it works is because we're a big corporation, it's Bell. So like there's channels that we need to go through to give away the money, and then Bell sends them a check in three weeks. But when we promote it on the air, we say oh, your chance to win, whatever, 700 bucks cash coming up next. But even though it's not technically cash, right? You get a check and it's money, but someone texted in today and was like, you guys, this is false advertising saying that it's cash when it's actually a check. Why can't you just e-transfer the winner? And I responded to the guy. I was like, I was like, well, I mean, it's, it's more complicated than that. Like it's, there's a process and we can't just e-transfer. Like check is the way we have to do it. And he just responded. Sir, if your biggest
2: problem with the contest that you statistically won't win is yeah. the method of payment, you've got double problems.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that was my thing too. I was like, man, it's still money. Like it's not like we're giving you like a sack of nickels being like, oh, we said 700 nickels, not $700. Um, and I responded and I said like, oh, there's a reason for it. And he's and He said, shut up. So, yeah. i'm i'm sorry for <laughs> responding to your complaint man but those are the type of texts we get it's and a lot of like uh a lot of like low tide you're the best we love you and then like fuck someone get your rem check off the radio he's a piece of shit that kind of stuff <laughs> well
2: why not just say win 700 and go as far as to articulate it as 700 cash
0: because it sounds sexier well right like if someone I'm, was if i'm hyping up a promo and i'm like I'm You get to guess this moment, and it is your chance to win $700 if you can get through on the line and you can make the correct guess. Or if you're like, $700 cash, anything you want to buy with it, cold, hard money in your pocket. Like People are going to get more fired up about that.
2: But then that's just a big lie.
0: No, it's not. If you cash the check, you can have cash. We give you the chance to win $700 cash. Are they going to cash
2: the check or are they going to put it on hold for five days? Like these yeah, are, I is, want the realities wrap. here. They can do whatever they want. I need want. a bank draft. Oh, they'll still even hold a draft on you these days.
3: Really? Mm. Not I if want, you know
2: the teller. If you're telling, well, you see, that's the thing. You got to have people on the inside. Like there's certain yeah, branches like, I go to. I got an inside person. got to
1: have an inside branch. So
2: yeah, I want seven hundred dollars. Like, yeah,
1: cash. I want seven hundred dollars cash or Dogecoin. That's the only ones. I insist on being paid in Miley Cyrus
2: brand Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bit Miley? Never heard of it. You or no. just
1: Hannah Montana accessories
2: in general. Oh,
1: there you are. Yeah, there we
2: go.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever won like a big radio contest or anything like that?
2: One time, I won this contest to be on a podcast with Tyler Uremcek of Team Twelve Sixty.
0: Cool.
2: Yeah, it was great. And then one hundred and fifty-three episodes later, we found out he was his own burner account. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I don't. I I don't know where you even got that from because there's the absolute... fruit
2: book I carry around, the book of truth. All
0: right. Um, I won a radio contest once when I was like 10 or 11 and I probably was not allowed to win it, but it was the trivia on, uh, Reed Wilkins show. It was on like whatever, overtime, open line or whatever. After a game, me and my dad would come back from the game. They did trivia. I called in and I won. I was very proud of myself for that.
2: What would what, you uh, win?
0: Uh, I think it was like $50 to like a Cal tire. So like <laughs> I had, I cool. had no fucking use for it. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. sweet.
1: That's, that'd be Whoa. a nice patch kit, I imagine.
0: Yeah, well again I was like 11, so I was like what am I supposed to do with this? Like there's no use. What
1: 11-year-old there. what 11-year-old doesn't want a
2: patch kit? Well, 21-year-old Tyler would love a 50-dollar Cal Tire kit, especially coming into the winter, especially with that yeah. new Jeep he's rocking. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so the other thing uh with the Jeep story here is that uh <laughs> since my buddy is driving my old Jeep now, I have the old winter tires for it. So I can give him the old winter tires and everyone's even happier. By do you mean sell them the old winter tire? I am absolutely expecting compensation for them, yes. And That's then
2: right. he says to you, I just won a $50 Cal tire gift certificate <laughs> on the Reed Wilkins show. Will you accept it? And you're like, oh my God. Full Dumb circle, circle. again. Full circle, the URM check hour. All right. So I'm gonna is do. that the title of the episode? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, writing, I saw him writing, he's writing notes <laughs> down there. Full <laughs> circle to your m out No,
0: actually, all I did was uh, I scratched one off the of my one equals stupid
2: notes. question mark?
0: Yeah, no. Car yes. coincidence. I scratched that topic off my list of topics for today. Oh. I read them down. I do show prep, believe it or not. This podcast is somewhat prepped. Sounds
2: like it. We, we prep too. Me and Bag Milk do about a 15-minute pre-call where not a single thing we talk about is ever mentioned on the podcast. So that what do you what do we do we want did.
0: to talk about then? Throw me something. I'm itching for topics.
2: Oh. Well, we should have done our prep work. <laughs> 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 what do you got your here,
0: Uh Bob McKenzie returns from semi-retirement, and the first tweet he sent was just an absolute bomb because he – He goes, and you know what? I'll read it for those of you who are listening to this podcast and are like, oh, shit, I don't know what your M-Chuck's talking about when it comes to these Bob McKenzie tweets. But Bobby Mack goes, uh, imagine my surprise when I started making calls today and heard Jack Eichel trade rumors, including unverified chatter he may have at some point recently requested a trade out of Buffalo and that the New York Rangers were amongst interested teams. This, of course, required further investigation. Bob McKenzie sent off like nine tweets, one of which included a quote from Eichel's agent. It basically led him to this point where he says, so the face value review appears as follows. Eichel doesn't want out of Buffalo. Buffalo doesn't want to trade Eichel. Move along, nothing to see here. Fair enough, but some rumors are worth checking out, mentioning. I'm not buying that last tweet from Bobby Mack at all. He is the type of insider that he doesn't just say, I'm going to send out a Jack Eichel rumor that may or may not be true or that isn't true, he puts that out there for a reason. I think there's smoke behind this Eichel thing.
2: He's semi retired, but he wants to have fun with people. Hold on. You think Jack Eichel is literally on fire? Mm. Hear that?
0: You can probably tie that into a joke about his hair, right?
2: That was a beer. cracking. Oh. Good for you. Yeah, Last I Last right? Monday of the week. Well, you know what? Five o'clock somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Where I, is think it you're, o'clock I think that now? what's his tits is such a bitch. Jack Eichel, but he could go anywhere and bring his bitch game there and continue to ply his trade for a long time. He's a good player.
0: See, I, and I think Jack Eichel gets a bad rap. I don't think he's a bitch at all. I think he's fucking really good. I think he's like a easily a top ten. I think he's in the a good NHL. player, but he's a bitch. Why do you say he's a
2: bitch, though? He got that bitch face, man. He looks like a bitch. I mean, but he Jay, can't do anything about here, that. He like a bitch. Uh, I will go as far as just to say he. Uh, He always has a bitch face. His interviews. He's always like grumpy. Yeah, he's he's a grump. He's a grump. Now I'd be be grumpy grumpy too if I I played. Yeah. If I played in Buffalo and had to drink Buffalo tap water, I'd be a grump too. Well, I love Buffalo, but uh, I think yeah, he could be a guy that can bring down a room if he's not happy. He can make others feel not happy. Um, I get that kind of vibe from him, but he's also a very talented hockey player. I agree. Maybe, incredibly talented. Maybe around a surrounding cast, he might be a little bit better. Um, but yeah, that's you can you can visibly tell he's not happy in Buffalo. There we go.
1: He constantly looks like he just stubbed his toe.
2: <laughs> Irritated, looked, annoyed. Yeah. He looks you know, like a guy who says in tweets, "I know you are, but what am I?" That type.
1: Of yeah. Thing, right?
3: And then he's he matter what.
1: Exactly. And do you know who I am? No
2: matter where he goes.
1: It's like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Do you want the chicken sandwich or not?
2: (laughs) Yes, I will sign your hat. Mr. (laughs) Eichel, no one asked you to sign anything. And your car says, Jack Eichel, property of sabers on it, just so no one forgets.
3: Yep.
0: I think he gets a bad reputation. I think he's really good. I don't even think he needs... Yeah, obviously, I guess he needs a better supporting cast, but I don't think he needs players better than him to succeed. I just think he needs to not be in an absolute fucking tire fire, which is what the Sabres continually are. I know it's coming from Oilers fans,
2: but... What would it take to pull off a Jack Eichel trade?
0: Well, like, the big rumor that's obviously being thrown around now because of the Rangers' connection is, would would either side be okay with first overall for Jack Eichel? And I would imagine the Rangers have to throw a little bit more into that because Eichel's better than Lafreniere. Like, Eichel is... You think so? Eichel goes first overall in any draft class except the McDavid one. Like if he was a year over, younger or a year so older. If, so
2: if, if, if Lafreniere and Jack Eichel are in the same class, mm-hmm. Eichel would go one.
0: Yes, 100%. No hesitation.
2: What about really? if it was like the 2005 draft class and he was only eight? Yep. You think <laughs> he should be over first overall as an eight-year-old?
0: <laughs> can you imagine if hockey was ran like how European <laughs> soccer is where you can sign like a 13-year-old?
2: Oh, yeah. I get what age does Connor David have a yeah. lifetime contract with a leaf? Oh, he would have, yeah, he would have drafted at seven.
0: Yeah. Oh, he would have been a leaf,
2: right? Like, like a leaf, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. My worry about Jack Eichel, because I, I started talking to Bagmug about this earlier, and I was like, how long has he been in Buffalo? How many times have he made the playoffs? And I'm like, shit, because the clock is ticking on 97. Yeah. Except oh, yeah. Well, that's not Leon. Eichel's fault either. It's just Buffalo's in such a tire fire. Well, just like us. Yeah. I At think... least we made the playoffs twice. But made yeah. the playoffs, wow. Yeah. yeah. And one in change. And they got Leon, who is equally amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, Can't leave. That, that might keep that? on. He, are, so are you saying Eichel's better than Leon Dreisaitl? No. Ooh, no. Wow. But
0: it's closer than some people think.
2: Yeah, I guess the I I guess he hasn't been given a chance to truly prove himself and plus he plays a buffalo so you don't get to see or hear much mm-hmm. about him. I guess my question for you, Ram Chuck, is if you had like two doors and one said Jack Eichel and one said Leon Dreisidal and you were at the front of them, who would you kiss? Who would I kiss? No, oh, geez. You yeah. want to kiss them, hey?
0: I thought that's what you said. <laughs>
2: That's what I did say, but your mind's in the gutter. Here. And now
0: you're thinking about it.
2: Yeah, yeah you're thinking about you want to kiss the who, Which <laughs> one would you want to take into the old Jeep Compass?
0: Oh! I drive a Cherokee now. I'm a big boy. That's what so, I said. The old Compass. Yeah, uh, the old, old. Tyler. Which one
2: would I take into Lucy the old Tyler. Compass? Well, yeah, I was going to say You know, the one that, that squeaks a... before he had things on his, wreaths on his door that would fly off in the wind.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I've been trying to put up one of those, like, it's like a nailless hanger. You know, it's like one of those stick-on hangers so I could hang this fucking sign. Also, please remind me why me and my girlfriend are putting up Halloween decorations on September 28th. I don't get it, Um, but this...
2: Do you uh, live like, in a freestanding house? Like, what type of structure are you living no, in? No,
0: it's a condo, so, like, we share
2: one wall. So you so you're putting a month of celebration for Halloween, I think?
0: Yeah. Right. You're putting
2: a, wreath, a Halloween wreath on a condo hallway?
0: No, it's it's a, not... A, like, a, our door faces the outside. There's one door right. into our condo, and it, then you you're right outside. Halloween's my
1: favorite.
0: (laughs) Really? I do like it. I'm not a big Halloween. I'm not a fan. As you guys know, I'm not a big fan of fun. So Halloween, dressing up, that whole thing, that's not my jazz.
2: Oh, he's going to sleep tonight after that reef flying off the door during the podcast. Well, okay, no, but so
0: these fucking hanger things (laughs) are like, ah, I just, I'm so mad because I went to one store. I spent $10 on these fucking durable hangers. That's what it said and I put it on the door, I peeled off the thing, and it was like, hold hard for a minute. So I'm standing there for a minute, pressing this hanger against the door. I let go, zero resistance. It fell right to the ground. And I was like, what the fuck? So I used the (laughs) second strip they give. And that one, I like pulled it out of the packaging and both of the like protectant slides on either side of the sticky stuff immediately fell off. And then I'm touching this thing, it's not sticky. It was like expired.
2: So Um, are you mad that they weren't durable?
0: I'm mad that I bought a fucking expired <laughs> hook. Like how does a hook expire? Like the stuff wasn't sticky. So I'm pissed. Cause I was like, that was fucking ten ninety nine, And I'm mad that I spent that money on something that didn't work, but I don't feel like I can go back to the place with like an open pack of hooks being like, I would like my ten ninety nine back. I also don't want to drive back to the store. Cause that's not worth $11 either. Oh, I'm mad. So anyways, my girlfriend's parents then brought us over hooks that they had at their house. And I was like, why didn't we do this first? They bring them over that worked for like 24 hours. And then it just fell off. So now I don't know what I'm going
2: to fucking do with this sign. And to top it all off, you want to kiss Jack Eichel.
0: Yep. Yep. That's where I'm at right now.
2: (laughs) Uh, Maybe drill in a hook because apparently sticking isn't working. You can't drill a
0: hole in your front door.
2: Why not? I mean, you could. You could put a nail in. You could put a nail in for sure shit unless your front door is made of glass and it's ill-advised.
0: Ah, no, I feel like you can't just put a nail in your front door. I feel like that's a poor idea.
2: Of course, because you've got there's 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 tons of of wood. Oh. Um, well, yeah, and also seasonal reefs You could be always putting on your front door. Yeah, what's there's your, your front Easter wreath game it? like? Your M truck. Have you thought about yeah. that? No. Yeah, we also. Oh, uh, yeah. you're a homeowner. Easter, summer, what's summer, late summer. Thanksgiving, Spanish Easter.
0: Do you guys put up Christmas trees? I know, like, bag Milk, you live alone, right? Wanye Manor, does Wanye Manor have a Christmas tree?
2: Wanye Manor celebrates Christmas all year round. There's always a Christmas tree up. Okay.
1: Yeah, fuck. What does me living alone have to do with me having a Christmas tree, man? I don't know because
2: I
0: if I yeah, lived true. alone, I probably wouldn't have a Christmas tree up, but I'm going to have a Christmas uh, tree up this year. Yeah, you do? It's
1: festive. It.
2: It's nice. Yeah, I like it. So, do you really have a Christmas tree, bag Milk? Fuck yeah. Uh, I told you had a Mrs.
1: I did have a missus, and she left the tree, <laughs> and it is going up, and it is great. Frank and I enjoy it, and we make snacks, and we put, uh, I drink eggnog while I, will I put it up. So
2: oh, nice. Here's like the level of good. possessions I run at Wanya Manor. Here I'm Chuck. Yeah. Despite
3: having lived here for five years, I could be moved out at any time within 45 minutes.
1: Well, I mean, I also could be moved out of Like here One of bag packed, and I'm ready to
3: go.
0: But like, that's Yeah, that's what my place is. You're obviously like leaving the couch and shit. You're
2: not like packing up your couch
0: in 45 minutes.
3: No, oh, that's Jay's couch. I don't even know really when he's coming to get it.
2: <laughs> I'm ready to bug out. You know what I'm saying? The rest of you guys, if there's a comet, you'll be rooting through old family photos and you're trying to pick which reach to bring. I'm already <laughs> long gone, playboy. I'm on the edge of town on a motorcycle with an old school helmet on. How would that save you from a comet? Well... Wow. <laughs> oh. You don't even need to worry because you're going to be incinerated immediately. Well, I will be incinerated minutes later because I'm 45 kilometers away.
1: That reminds me, I almost, dr- I, like since you said on the edge of town on a motorcycle, whatever, I almost drunkenly bought a Vespa on Saturday.
2: Why? Oh, I don't know why, but I'm thinking the same thing. Why?
1: What? because well, I was walking Frank, right? And then there was this like, we're, we're just walking and then this old boy, we, it kind of blends into the hey neighbor conversation we were having last podcast. Anyway, so I'm walking Frank. I see an old boy, and he's sitting by his Vespa or whatever. And he goes, "Oh, I like your dog." And I say, "Okay." I pet him. I say, "Okay." And then we're talking about his Vespa. And admittedly, Tyler, I was, I was, I was, you know, I was a little bit in the bag. This was later on in the day. <laughs> I'd had myself a couple of cocktails, and he said, "If you got a thousand bucks, I'll sell it to you right now." And I was like, "Fuck me!" Whoa, I was whoa,
2: See, that's yeah, that's very approachable. Then at that point, I took his number.
1: I, there's it's still time there's still time for me to have a Vespa how and much, I love
0: them. how much of a bargain is that
1: you can probably sell
3: that at any point and get your money back okay.
2: yeah. probably new like, Vespa's like seven depending on the model like six to eight grand so why is Jay, it bad? you should
1: have seen this thing man it was like for like Jay and Wanya had been to Asia so you know like one of the beat up pieces of shit in Asia I'm not talking about one of those I'm talking about a level up from that it was a nice Decent lime green Vespa, and I could just see myself rolling on that thing and looking sweet.
2: A buddy of mine just bought a Jeep with a pinhole, or something, something on the back, and uh, it was a really good deal. So there's lots of good deals to be had in the pandemic. It was not wonky a horn, deal. though. Yeah, it had a it had a horn that sounded like a dog chew toy. But I, somebody carved "I, I hate you, low tide" into the side seat. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, so anyways, Tyler, your own yeah. So definitely not Tyler check seat. Yeah.
0: I'm telling you right now, the Jeep was not a good deal.
2: Jay, do you remember the time when we were younger when I wanted to buy a PT Cruiser that was purple with wood on the sides and you what? talked me out of it? Oh, God. Well, yeah. let me tell you that the payback for talking you out of the Vespa, we're going to be even on the man <laughs> scale. You prevented a catastrophe for me. I'm going to talk you off a ledge. Do not get a Vespa.
0: But I don't get why you want a Vespa. Like, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to cruise. That's what
1: I'm and going to bag do. Bag
2: milk can rock a Vespa. Yeah man, no I feel
1: like hard. I feel like a Vespa's in my aesthetic, you know? Yeah. Hair blowing, Art. wind blowing. Maybe I'll your... wear I'll be a I'll be a scarf guy, have that fucking <laughs> yeah, exactly. goggles.
2: You got like a weird old scarf game on
0: got a Vespa. Do you have to drive those on the road or are they sidewalk vehicles?
1: What?
2: You can drive wherever you want, playboy, but you're probably supposed to be on the road. Okay. You know, you can put it on the highway, man. Really? Yeah, man. That I'm thinking there of something is. else.
0: I'm totally thinking of something else. That's my bad. Vespa
2: is like the moped where you have like your yeah, scooter side by side in front of you and your balls are oh. blocks away. I'm imagining
0: yeah. like the old person scooter kind of thing that you see like old people oh. drive oh, on the sidewalk. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. That's a rascal.
2: That's yeah. a rascal. No, I don't I don't
0: but like the in between of what would be a Vespa and a rascal. Because there is like a middle ground there.
2: No, Vespas are classy. You go, you get on them, and you go for coffee and enjoy a fresh croissant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it ni-
2: then this so one had
1: a nice basket on the back. Think of
2: all the fun things I could put in that basket. You could go long haul with that thing. It's okay, got right. a basket.
0: You could uh, put some nation beer in the back of that Vespa. Go to a party.
2: You could, right. take, you could carry one of your wreaths around in it, your MJ.
0: I only yeah. have the one wreath. It's not even a wreath. It's just a fucking wooden sign that says trick or treat. You could
2: stick a hook. To the Vespa and hang a reef. No, because these hooks hold. don't work;
0: they're trash. And it would
2: hold. Oh, you can take it for stuff. your weekly trip to the reef store every Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, to the hook store. <laughs> to either to buy your new one-week hook or, one week return, on. or return your your expired hook adhesive. <laughs> Hi, I'm here for my new weekly hook. Oh, God, you time time need, you smart. know what, your your object. You need a you need a daily, maybe weekly hook subscription service.
1: Yeah, oh, hook of the month
2: yeah wait wait wait. i got a good sound for this
1: (laughs) go out or
2: or you need to buck up and buy the 15 dollar hooks and not the 10.99 yeah don't
0: be cheap man mm, i wasn't though that's the problem that's what makes me mad is i probably could have cheaped out but i bought the good brand like the expensive one by all
2: i don't know man I'm well, mad about maybe it. do more research, man. Did you did you do any re- hook research?
0: The hooks are not something you should have to research.
2: Well, clearly they should.
0: I know. Now I know. I'm learning lessons. This is my first time you living on even, my own. You
2: don't even have your hook review app open at all in the, any point in this process. Yeah.
1: You got bamboozled by big hook, my man. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: guy doesn't know his hooks. Blame it on the hook industry. The hook industry is down. You know, the hookup app.
0: Mm. Tinder for hooks. There you
1: go. All right. Do you want to know what Tinder had this past weekend? A sale. I don't I'll know. tell you guys. <laughs> They've been doing this thing every week for the last That's three weeks, and it's a choose-your-own-adventure where you're living in a end-of-the-world movie, quote-unquote. It's like a two-minute, three-minute choose-your-own-adventure where you have to swipe left or swipe right to make a decision that affects the rest of the story. I gotta say, it's kind of fun.
0: What the
2: fuck? Oh. So There's was a really comet coming ladies. at
1: the earth. So hold on.
2: Tinder at this point in the pandemic is like, the people are no longer entertaining each other. It's time to introduce stories to entertain them?
1: Yeah. So basically, yes. Yes, you're right. But based on how you answer the questions to those uh, plot points, that adds graphics to your profile so that you two can see who swiped the same directions as you did. With
0: the theory being that it shows what you have in common, I guess. So what are the questions like? Is it like, would you resort to cannibalism on day 45 of being one of the last, like, what is it?
1: So like one of them was an example is like, you got 20 minutes before this meteor hits. Do you swipe left to follow Lucy to a bomb shelter, or do you swipe right to follow Kevin to a after party he's going to for the end of the world? That kind of shit. Hmm.
2: If, the, if it's the end of the world scenario, I think orgy is my answer for every question.
1: Well, see, that's what I was trying to find, but I ended up at a club. Would you leave the- town or gather near resources? See, orgy. No, I went downtown. I was in the club.
3: You I, I thought for sure there was going to be a club. club orgy,
2: but I was not. <laughs>
3: All
2: right. Pardon. This podcast. I found you in man. The so you had you had <laughs> some hockey talk. I think you're trying to get us towards, but we started talking about gamified Twitter. Oh. Or not Twitter. Famified Tinder. Tinder? Sorry. Well, and that's what, like, I don't know
0: what this pod, like, I'm trying to keep track of what we've talked about so I can mm-hmm. post about on social media, but I just, I have nothing right now.
2: Call and it I, your check wants to kiss Jack Uncle. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, it went from my story about my car, and
2: well. then I wanted
0: to loop it into Eichel. Couldn't sure. do that, but at some point, my fucking wooden sign fell, and that threw everything for shit. I'm pretty sure you guys talked shit about me for like a minute.
2: Around the five so, minutes. I'm pretty mark. sure we fucking told you we did. <laughs> what was the clue you're putting together, Inspector? i I'm getting the idea you guys talk shit about me. No, we did. I don't know. I think you did. No, we totally did. I'll have to play it back, but I'm pretty sure I'm not going to like what I hear. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'd call it your M track Jack Eichel.
0: I would not call this podcast Your Remchuk Wants to Kiss Jack Eichel.
1: Personally. So far, right now as a placeholder, I've got the Your Remchuk Power Hour.
2: Okay. Your Remchuk plus Eichel equals love
0: question mark? See, people are going to see Your Remchuk Power Hour and be like, oh, Your Remchuk probably just talked like a bunch of hockey, kept things on the rails the way he likes it. And then they're going to listen to this and be like. Not
2: person who subscribes to this podcast
0: <laughs> would expect a, that to be the case. It could
1: also be Your Chuck goes out
2: hooking. Yeah.
0: That one actually does make sense, but just it
2: doesn't have you know. Your Ramchuck's a terrible hooker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey Chalmer, Chalmers,
0: we're gonna let Chalmers pick the name of the podcast what? since he's here. Welly,
2: now. welly, well. Oh
0: hi guys. Chalmers, <laughs> uh, they're gonna rattle off four potential names for the podcast. Which one do you think is better? Uh, bagged milk. What were they? Uh,
1: the Tyler Ramchuck Power Hour. Your Ramchuck okay. heads out hooking. Your uh, Yuremchuk plus Eichel equals love, question yep. mark? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other one
2: was. Your Chuck wants to kiss Jack Eichel?
1: Okay. Yep. What was the second one again? Uh, Your Chuck heads out hooking. Yeah, that one. Okay. Okay. okay.
2: Wow. Now, uh, where have you what? been for 40 minutes there, uh, Johnny Come lately? I had a meeting that went
1: long. I expected it to be done by one, but I'm not exactly going to tell people I I can't. I gotta go, so I have Uh, to figure out. What?
2: You can't tell people I have to go because I have to record a podcast that literally not a single person on Earth listens to? These
1: ones pay me this thing called real money, so Uh, I had to stay there.
2: What kind of business were you transacting right now? Were you building an underground sex dungeon? (laughs) No. 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 I wish. That'd be fun. I've never done
1: one of those before. Gross. But okay, whatever. Extra backing for swings, you know?
2: (laughs) What were you doing?
1: I was, uh... I was just in a meeting with some customers, going over some of their choices. Some, you know, oh, Reno, new build. Schedule.
2: What are we dealing with here? This
1: is a Reno. This is a yeah. renovation. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of the bread and butter lately. We've been doing a lot of rentals. Um, so yeah, I was just doing that. It was fun, and you know, and so I try to be, try to be, make them decisive because that's usually most people's cho- uh, problems when choosing stuff in renos. So
0: I have a question about a Reno I'm doing. Sure. I have a sign that I want to hang on my front door. It's about <laughs> half a pound. It's wooden. Uh, what would be the best way to hang a sign <laughs> on my front door?
1: Well, what kind of door is it? Is it a wood door? Is it a fiberglass door? Is it all low core? Is it solid?
2: I, I, it's a blue door. I think yeah. it's a wood door. You think I it's think. a wood door?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. could be a metal door, but I think it's a wood door.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, in most Sounds like a doors,
0: major renovation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is a major a renovation.
0: So how would I so get this the- sign on there?
1: You take these things called screws and you screw one into the I door. I don't want you to put a it.
0: hole in my door.
1: Oh, well, how how heavy is this?
0: Like half a pound, if that.
1: Oh, well, okay. So there's two, there's two ways then. You can either hang it from the door sill, like the, the top of the door with some sort of a hanger, which this picture didn't come with, so therefore you're having to fashion one up custom. Or... You're going to try to use, I don't know, on a door that's, like, being shut, slammed, two-sided tape's probably not going to work all that great. Going to no. give uh, away sooner or later.
0: Mm-hmm. Learned that.
1: And is this, is this this door, this I don't know where you live, but this is not an apartment door. This is obviously an exterior door. Yeah. Okay, so that tape might give way in the cold as well. Uh, okay. Um,
2: wow, sounds like the adhesive approach, Ramchuck, is completely off. Yeah, Well, it's you, not it's even not.
1: It, it's not, but you could run into some serious problems later on with the adhesive approach that or are harder within to 24 fix. Hours? Well, yeah, but but I mean, if the adhesive, if you do find an adhesive that works, you know, like obviously, if you use like a really heavy duty glue, well, that's just gonna that's gonna take the paint right off your door and maybe even some of the wood, and therefore you're gonna have a, a bigger repair than you would if you just put one small hole in it.
0: Okay. Uh, maybe I'll put a hole in the door.
1: Were you guys surprised at all about how uh, hilariously passionate the parking conversation got on social media? Yeah, that was oh God. I, uh, I, I couldn't listen back to it because I was slightly slightly embarrassed about how it worked up I got. But you know what made it all <laughs> worth it? The, the the people that came out in
2: droves to support me, JR. Oh, of I, course only the one side <laughs> was going to come out, that's the tri-hard side. The whole reason still- why you back in is so <laughs> you can show and brag to everyone that you backed in. So of course they're going to go public and support people wow. who don't back in they're like not- myself. We just say like, stay quiet. and We're like, whatever, man. The silent majority. Not-
1: you're saying that you're saying that trying hard and to show people that, Hey, look at me. I can back in. You're literally thinking that people are showing off at doing something that's easier than the alternative. It's so fucked up. What you think about this? It's I can't, understand how backwards you are on this it's crazy to me (laughs) i
2: went i went to the i went to the uh, laurier dog park yesterday and it was packed and i found a parking spot and it made sense to back in and my girlfriend's like you should back into that i'm like someone i'm like if someone sees the nation truck who might just for some reason listen to this podcast take a photo of this it'll be social suicide for me so you put
1: so you put your pride over safety that's good to know jared that's good to know.
2: <laughs> it was not even a question about safety it was just a question of like oh it'd just be easier it to
1: because it's, it's always easier
3: every no, no, single no, no. parking
1: stall the reason you found a parking stall that was easier to back into than go forward is because that's every single parking stall on the face of this earth
2: I pulled and in. Park, I pulled and in
1: park just as
2: easy, in. if not faster, <laughs> than backing in. I don't believe it. I'd like to time you the next time you do it. That anyway, yes, I was.
1: I was very well. You know, it's like it's like one of those hot button topics that nobody ever talks about, like the toilet paper. Everyone's misinformed. Yeah, you know? everyone's <laughs>
2: mis. Everyone's misinformed. You're. Misinformed. You said that. You said you had a conversation with. With three of the people who are misinformed about this subject. Oh yeah, you,
1: you, <laughs> and two other people in our group. So it just shows me that you've obviously gotten to them back in the day. Or else all three of you, all three of you watched some some guy in a Ferrari back and in one day, and you guys were like, "Oh, look at this guy! He's trying so hard to be cool." And from then on in, you didn't just hate Ferrari guys; you hated back and in guys.
2: Now, actual Ferraris or Ferrari parts, showmen.
1: Oh, it was probably a Fierro, but it was running all Ferrari parts. <laughs> I was going to say a Fierro with Ferrari parts is the best. Oh, yeah, hey, just pass, just pass the Ferrari right now. Oh, Where dude. are you, Bel Air? I'm driving down the white mud. on a Ferrari on the white mud? Oh yeah. You know what? You... I've actually, I've actually seen a lot more high end cars in Edmonton these days, and it's just like what? it's always surprising. Oh, me. way more, way, way more. more man. So many. Like I was cruising, I was just by West Ed the other day. I saw two Lamborghinis back-to-back, and wow. I've never seen two Lamborghinis in the city ever, but it's just like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just looking for them now, but I'm seeing more high-end cars no, in the city. and I, I agree with you. I saw an orange McLaren. Like, where are you getting a McLaren around here? This thing was unbelievable.
0: The McLaren dealership?
2: Yeah. There, wow. One in Is there wow. actually one in Edmonton? Yeah, Google, Google, yeah. Yeah, Google, Google uh, Edmonton uh, McLaren dealership, yeah. and then nearby. Google will slap you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, exactly. all right. okay. so you know
1: what else I saw? Have you guys seen this new Tesla SUV with the back doors that open suicide?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I saw one yesterday. A guy at, at, at uh, hockey evaluation.
2: How did it look gangster?
1: Uh, yeah, it was sick. It looked like the Lamborghini SUV, but with more of a, not as much of a, um, sports car front, really, you know, a little more of a boxy front, I would say. Still sleek though, but box. Yeah. Love that. Speaking of, speaking of sleek but boxy, there's somebody in my neighborhood, and I love this fucking car just because, obviously, what it is. But uh, somebody cruises around my hood with a DeLorean, and I love it. I get oh, super yeah. excited every time I see it. Oh, cool. Sorry, you can't don't see me anymore. anymore. Sorry, you can't see me today. But I'm in a I'm in a different truck. It's not my truck.
0: And it's okay. So, you're driving. You need to be focused on driving safely. Uh, you're passing. Right, but I forgot my
1: magnet. I should have I should have taken my magnet out and put it into the
2: this car but um i
1: wasn't focused enough Anyways, how's everybody doing what's what's good, uh, what's good. been talked you know, about well <laughs> your red truck was trying
2: to bring this back on the rails because we fell way we went yeah. way off and what i was gonna oh, okay. say was
0: you guys are passionate about parking and what I'm passionate about, see, I was going to take Jack Eichel, this, Jack
1: Eichel. No, not Jack yeah. Eichel. Kissing Jack Eichel. I was going to take Jack this Eichel. two
0: ways. I was going to say, I'm passionate <laughs> about my balls. But then I was like, no, that's probably inappropriate. I'm passionate about my comfort, which is why I'm excited to bring on our new podcast sponsor, Twig oh. and Berries. See how I brought that in? That's why I was going to say I was passionate about my balls, because they are a local company who has some of the comfiest undergarments you can imagine. Right here from so the Emitter area. They're from hold, on, Albert. hold on, now, hold okay. on, hold
2: on. Hold on,
1: hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay.
2: We have a new sponsor. Yes, they are Twig and Berries. And they're a local Edmonton underwear maker.
0: Yeah, their bio is Essentials for the Modern Day Caveman. And it's, it's like, it's be, I think the best way to describe them would be like a lifestyle brand, right? Like for, if you want to, you know, dress good, but you want to, ah, I, I don't know how I'm trying to say this, but they have local wanna, products and things like that, yeah.
1: And if you want to mind the Twig and Berries, if you will.
0: Exactly, that's why their name is twig and berries it's hilarious but uh they got like hoodies and shirts and all that kind of stuff but uh they also do specialize in underwear and different underwear brands and things like that you're always going to be comfy if you check out twig and berries they're online twig and berries ca find them on instagram twig and berries ca um yeah it's a, I, and i actually know one of the people who's uh who started it as well i work with her at uh at the radio station she's great so uh you know this company like local and trustworthy are the words i'd use now, now
2: tyler uh, question about these underwear. Mm-hmm. I have an enormous penis. Will it be able to fit my type of bowl? I would assume so. And my gigantic testicles. Will they fit
0: in as well? I can't imagine a scenario where they would not.
2: These come be, be my be. requirements. Thank you for further clarification. This this way, way to go. Way way to go. Yeah. I, am,
0: I am excited because I think we're going to be uh, grabbing some of it. And I believe I, I've yeah. ordered in the past. Like It's a very simple process as well. And that's a nice thing too. When you're in Edmonton and you order from like a local Edmonton company, you get it like that. Um, You've
3: ordered their underwear in the past for real?
0: Oh, yeah. Am I, well, actually, we're on camera right Good now. Job. I'm not going to look right now. but uh, Let's see it. No, I'm not showing you guys anything while we're FaceTiming. Uh, mean, Jesus. Come
2: on. In a serious time that we're in, supporting local is the way to go. Yes. And so working with these cats is an honor, and I'm, I'm pumped to have them aboard. I'm I also come see that are making shit, actually yeah. created stuff. I'm in. Uh, I'm on
1: their website right now. Twig and berries.ca. Free shipping over seventy-five bucks in Canada. I like that. Free shipping over hundred bucks in the U.S. And I also like this tagline: "Essentials for the modern day caveman." No judgment. No shaming. No fancy words. Just real men. And there's
0: five of us, real men, on this here real life
1: podcast. Yeah,
0: If you're a fan of uh, <laughs> if you're a fan of good deals, like I am, when I buy ten ninety nine hooks, they have a clearance section as well. Uh, They carry two under, which is a great underwear brand as well for those who want to up their underwear games. They got that, and they got some pairs, actually, in their uh, clearance section. ton of different colors, too. This is fascinating. Check out their website if you're listening to this. Follow them online as well. Do us a favor. Get that done. Twig and berries, CA. All right.
1: Those two two unders, they make your package look big when you're wearing them, boy. tell you
0: what. That's why I (laughs) should wear them to the club. That's a
2: testimonial. Yeah, there's my testimonial. They make you look big. What?
0: Just remember, it's not point to point to Um yeah. So this is the part of the podcast because, again, we're we're late to this segment. We always are. Uh, we trade Wanye for Scott Hastings. That's what's coming up here.
2: Good luck to you all with your the lives. It was one for one. The I hope, you're track you can work out your attraction to Jack Eichel.
0: Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, my phone is freezing The I'll here. You in your favor.
2: While you, bring in, while you bring in
0: Scott, how did we do on our weekly picks? Hey, how about this? We went three for one. The only one. Oh! Only one person didn't nail their pick. Let me, let let me the, guy,
1: the guy, the guy uh, who doesn't back into parking stalls is yeah. wrong about everything. You know,
2: I I didn't do my research, and I went off yeah, my god. Shocking. But I should have stuck with my brownies, because they delivered big time. They did. They looked really good. My face you are know, so all for Chalmers you, was your bet.
3: Aaron Rodgers is pitched.
2: a man possessed right now. And I He's have so my fantasy... I have as my fantasy yeah. quarterback, and single-handedly, he's going to help me win this week. Yeah, it was a
1: great week. I, I and you know what? I don't. I don't like tooting my own horn, but it went almost exactly as I thought. Because man, there's something wrong in New Orleans right now, and they have one. They have a, they have Alvin Kamara, and that's about it. And it sucks because I really like them. I just like Drew Brees. I like everything, but I think I think old Drew Brees is uh, getting a little getting a little long in the tooth.
2: He's had a good run.
1: Yes, yeah, he has. All
2: right. Uh just give me a second here. We're
0: gonna bring Scott Hastings on the line. Um
1: Okay, Big Milk, what was your what was your pick? Let's just talk until he gets I honestly have no idea. I don't remember. Oh, but you won, so good for you. How yeah, was your you. week how was your weekend of uh, your weekend of betting? I uh I decided that in uh overtime when Dallas t- took a power play in overtime of game five, um I it was game four, whatever. Dallas took a penalty. Dallas got a power play and I decided, you know what? I think that Tampa's going to kill this off and I'm going to hammer them hard with a bet. And they did and then ended up, I think Dallas was going to win the next game. So I hammered Dallas hard. So I went two for two this weekend on hockey bets alone. I feel pretty good about that. I had one of those. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times because last time we talked about (laughs) betting, I went seven for seven and I was just feeling good about myself and then I bet on the last lightning game and i went i hit one prop and that was it i went one for five on that game not great oh wow
3: not jr great. you
1: hit it you, you hit a big parlay this weekend day eh?
0: that was me
2: oh that was i was like wait a minute i was going to do one i'm like did it? Work?
0: five dollars into 130 i'll have more on that in a second here okay.
2: all right
0: now it's time to bring in our good friend scott hastings from odd shark If you are like me and Chalmers and Bag Milk and Jay, and you like throwing a little coin in the sporting world, uh, OddTruck is your place to start. They got good charts. They'll tell you where to bet, what the lines are, good information as well. OddTruck.com, your home for all your gambling or sports gambling info. Uh, Scott, how's it going, man?
3: Hey, fellas, what's going on today?
0: Are you the kind of guy who always backs into a parking spot?
3: (laughs) Uh, No, no, all depends. I look for the drive through parking spots that's that's the game winner right there
0: (laughs) but you're not anti-backing in right
3: no no definitely not as long as you can do it too many bozos out there don't know what they're doing that's fair
0: (laughs) fair enough well that's what we've spent a large chunk of today's podcast talking about uh yeah and and last week it's been an ongoing
1: thing Scott we we go
0: through things like this Uh, uh NFL weekend, week three, Uh, I had a great Sunday. I am not going to hide that. I had a ton of fun this weekend. I won some money. Uh, For you, Scott, any big surprises on the NFL slate?
3: Uh, No, I'm glad I sniffed out that Mm Miami-Jacksonville line. As soon as that line came out, I knew there was something fishy. And, of course, Miami, the the Dolphins go on to win that game. So uh, I was glad I I didn't play that game. I played the under. uh, Just didn't have a good feel on the line. And, of course, the under hit, so I'm okay there. Uh, Some wild games the early start of this NFL season. There's been some just wild swings in the second half where so many people at halftime are looking like they're going to sweep the board. And then, of course, everything goes to hell in a handbasket real quick, especially if you're an Atlanta Falcons uh, supporter. Uh, But I I went okay. I went 3-2 and for uh, my best bets. And, uh, yeah, I'll I'll take it. Just some some crazy days, I guess.
0: Uh, Looking at the league right now, you got the Titans at 3 and 0, the Steelers at 3 and 0, Bills are at 3 and 0 in the AFC as well. And then out in the NFC, you got the Seahawks, Packers, and Bears. I'm going to ask you a two-part question here. Which 3 and 0 team do you think will go the furthest and last the longest, and which 3 and 0 team is the biggest pretender?
3: Ooh, good question. Uh I think Seattle's is going to be a tough one to knock off. That team is absolutely started Russell Wilson it seems every year, I don't know, it's one of those guys that I think his the early start of his career, he had some injury trouble, and I think that sort of stuck with him right up until even this season, that it's okay, wait until he rolls his ankle, and then he's limping around, he's a gamer, he's not coming out of the game, uh, but you always have that in the back of your mind, and he's just been tremendous year in and year out, and I don't think he gets the love he deserves, so I think Seattle is the one uh that's gonna go far. I think that I think Chicago is the pretenders. They've came they, well, they should have lost week one. They should have lost last week. Uh you know, Nick Foles gives them a little uh new look. Mitch Trubisky, oh boy. Uh, oh Bye-bye. Bears fans. Yeah, that's uh that's a tough scene for them. So I think the Bears uh are the pretenders, but uh Seahawks are going the furthest. The Bills are interesting, but I wonder when they run into pass. That might be the end of them. I don't know. Pats are sneaky too.
0: Yeah, that Patriots team—they're—they're uh, they're a real interesting bunch because, like, you even go to to that to their win this past week, and like they just run the ball so much. It felt like every time I looked up at the TV, it was Pats running, Pats running into third and seven, Pats running.
3: Yeah, yeah, and they. But in the week before against Seattle, yeah. they had no problem throwing the ball. I yeah, think Cam Newton threw for almost 400 yards. So, I agree with you. Uh, and I was expecting them to air the ball out more this past weekend, and then they stuck to the running game. So that, well, and they're, they're loading the box and they're still running the ball, which is very interesting. Sony Michelle broke a few, uh, big runs. I think he had a 45 yarder at one point. So that pass team is, it, it's interesting because if you load too much in the box, apparently Cam can throw the ball far, or he'll, they'll just run it down your throat and good luck, time possession. If they get the lead, they'll just they'll kill you on the clock.
0: Early in this season here, especially you know no preseason and all that, it felt like a real quick start to the year. I, I always feel like you know weeks one and two, it's hard to get a read on some teams. Now week three's done. We're heading into week four. Is there a point in the NFL season where you kind of turn a corner and start to feel really confident in assessing teams?
3: Yeah, usually it is that week three. I had a really good week one. Uh, pre- Clean the board. Uh, I only had one miss. Uh, and then last week I took it on the chin. Uh took, had a rough one last week and then this past week I, I was back to getting back to back on the positive. So I think we're we're starting to find out who the real pretenders are. And I think injuries have played a factor early on, but we're seeing teams that can uh adapt. Uh you know, Carolina is a prime example. They were getting six and a half points this past week and I had them on the money line to win outright, and sure enough, they went out. Mike Davis is a stud and I know he's not Christian McCaffrey but that team has more than just one player. And, and that's what people got to realize, especially at running back. That's one position that so many teams think, or so many people, I'm sorry, will look at a team that says, oh, their running back is out, therefore the team is out. There's only a few positions on the field that personally I think is the game changer. You know, your quarterback, you never one. If the quarterback goes down, there's some issues. A running back is replaceable all of these running backs in the league are capable of stepping in and providing a good game. If you have a good offensive line, of course that's, you know, offensive line and quarterback are my two. uh, If I'm building a team, that's where I start.
0: Interesting. Uh, Anyone else got an NFL question here for Scott, before I keep moving on to maybe some hockey talk.
3: Yeah. What do you think about Green Bay? Uh, Green Bay. Yeah, for sure. I like Green Bay. Um, I thought that was good win over New Orleans. You know that, uh, just one of those teams uh that have they have the weapons, you know, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, um, Alan Lazard. Lazard's one of those guys that uh he he's one you almost gotta bet on every week for a touchdown score. If you guys ever play that, uh those plays. They're a lot of fun. Uh they're they're wildly crazy, but he's one of those ones that he always gets plus three hundred odds and he's gonna get a touchdown one every three games, doesn't he? Uh, so he's one of those fun ones in green Bay. Yeah. I just think, uh, I actually, uh, before I started the season, I was in an interview with somebody else and, uh, they were big Minnesota fans and they were like, they're going to stomp green Bay week one. I was like, I'm on the Packers and sure enough, uh, that came through. So, uh, yeah, sure. The Packers are definitely a good time. Aaron Rodgers too. He looks invigorated, uh, after they, uh, drafted Bryce, uh, what, what am I blanking here? Blanking his name love yes jordan love Love. i was thinking bryce love uh yes jordan love Uh, so i think that's fire to put a little fire under his rear end and uh that's fun to see
1: scott rookie question of the week uh i'm trying to maintain pace here with these football boys in terms of betting you talk about research a lot every week on the on the segment when you're starting your football research for the week where are you starting what what's a good starting point for you when you're digging into the numbers
3: so one of the things I really look for is what does a team do well versus what does, like, or how do they do d- defensively? So if you're looking at a Dallas Cowboys, how does the other team defend against the run? So like, or, or vice versa, like a team that airs the ball out a ton, how does the team do defensively against that? And then look the other way around. How do they do defensively against their best weapon? Uh, another good place to look for is, Key matchups in a wide receiver and a cornerback. Um, you know, that's, that's one where you can see a lot of guys that, that get burned by good wide receivers and you can find, okay, well, there might be an advantage there, but personally, I have my own little betting algorithm. So I sort of just plug and play. Uh, but, uh, but, but that is a good spot too. If I have numbers that are pretty close that I like between a couple games, but I don't want to bet the entire board that's when I'll key into those key stats of, you know, um, how does a team do against their best weapons, essentially.
1: So my ears perked up when you said you have your own little betting algorithm. Because two (laughs) years ago, I tried to devise my own. And I was doing it from just a place of like, you know, just what should stuff be worth? And my question for you is, is, I know you're probably punching in rankings versus around rankings versus the pass, all this kind of stuff for the defense and vice versa for the offense. But when you, when you have to put sort of a, a number towards, you know, travel east to west, you know, days off in between games, you know, a team's record on maybe a Thursday night or a Monday night, do you incorporate all of that into it? And no, you don't even look at it.
3: Eh? No, I, I keep it really simple. Uh, I'm, I'm usually more of a EV minus better. So basically what I'm looking at is I'm looking at, what the average line of a team is and what is their line for that week. And it's basically what I've told you guys in the past is if there's a line that doesn't look right, there's something going on. And so, for example, obviously you're going to get swings home and away and uh, things of that nature. But if there's a line that a team is typically a minus six favorite, you know, a touchdown favorite, and then all of a sudden they're a minus two favorite in a game that they should probably win, there's something probably going in there. So basically, my method is I track all the numbers, all the lines, and I see who's being overvalued and who's being undervalued, and then I have a ranking on, okay, when team is undervalued or overvalued by this percentage, do they hit, do they cover, um, does the total go over or under? So I've basically got it watched for not individual teams, but as the league as a whole. What is the undervalue, overvalue, and what percentage they hit at? So
1: a lot of times people learn from the past and, and, and looking back at it. You said earlier that you saw something fishy in the Dolphins um, at line this week and it, it ended up being right. What what was it that you saw and what was the reason for it? Is there a correlation? Like, do you know?
3: Sometimes it's just a feel, like especially early in the season where I – but there was no way that the Dolphins should have been – that close of an underdog and then so I something just felt wrong. That's sort of what I look for. It's just like the Dolphins should have been 0-3, in my opinion. Like they should not have beaten Jacksonville. So when they were so close on the the spread, I think they were two and a half when it finally closed. That's too tight for what the public the public was all over Jacksonville, Gardner Minshew. They have a lot of hype behind them. The line was so low. People's gonna bet Jacksonville, Miami goes out and wins. Just one of those things that It doesn't sit right when I look at it. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the times it works out, but it's not always.
0: I'm going to shift gears to a little bit of hockey here, uh, Scott. We got game six tonight. Now, I mean, it's only four hours away from when we're recording this, so a lot of people who listen to the pod will uh, probably already know the result of game six when they listen to it. But uh, if you're looking at the Lightning, obviously – like series betting is out the window now. You're just betting on them to win this game. If you're looking at the Stars, is there still a chance to bet on them to win the Series, or do you just is it smart just bet on them to win Game 6, roll over the money, bet on them in Game
3: 7? Well, getting, no, no, no. So, uh, if you're thinking Stars are winning at all, you take the Series bet. They're getting it at plus 425 right wow. now. That's insane. Yeah, it's, it, that's a ridiculous number, in my opinion, and I, I a ton of value on the Stars. Honestly, I think Tampa Bay puts it away tonight, yeah but the value is definitely there if that was the approach you were going with because they're going to be a plus, well, they're a plus 150 underdog tonight and they'll be roughly the same. In, in the event there's a game seven, they'll be a plus one as well. So the value, of course, would be on a plus 425 uh, and it'd be a nice payout if you hit it.
0: Have, have there been any trends that have emerged so far in this series? Like my boy Bag Milk here has been doing a lot of the first period betting uh when it comes to like over under and things like that, that. Over, though. yeah Get that first yeah. period over. Yeah, has there yeah. been a trend that's come up so far?
3: Yeah, the, like he said, first period overs have been pretty good, but it's been a pretty odd finals. You know, it's very back and forth. One team looks really good, the other team looks not so great, and then it just. There's been a lot of adjustments I've seen in between periods. These coaches are working. Uh, I'm trying to say something political here something nice. They're working real hard. Um, so it's good to see them. Their dicks uh, off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so they're working real hard. And, and I like to see that because it's not just, you know, a lot of times you'll see a coach get overmatched. I'll go back to my Leafs. They, they've been schooled in the playoffs so many times by just, not matching lines, or not realizing that their best player is being shut down. And they have no answer. They don't know how to figure it out. Um, so it's good to see that there's a little bit of a chess match going on between the two uh, coaches. And it, it's made it difficult to live that personally.
0: Uh, when it comes to Conn Smythe betting, uh, it feels like Victor Hedman, like when you listen to the sort of insiders and the people who vote do interviews, it feels like Hedman has the inside edge. For Tampa, and if Dallas were to come back, probably Anton Hudobin. But what do the sportsbooks say when it comes to the Consmyth betting?
3: Yeah, so I, I totally agree, Hedman, Oh man, how good is he? He's Go back to that that trade uh, that draft with yeah. Tavares going one, and he went number two. Of course, that was yeah, it's insane. Um, but Braden Point has emerged as a favorite right now. He's a slight. He's plus 165 with Hedman coming back at 175. Uh, then it's Kucherov is the next on the list. Of course, Kucherov has played incredibly well as well. Uh, is, as well. Uh, I'd like Victor Hedman to uh get the consummation. And as you said, uh Anton Khedobin definitely deserves it for Dallas. Although Corey Perry, I just love that. He scored those two goals right there uh, in Game 5 because he's the type of guy that A a prick, if I can say it. A guy like that that's going to get under your skin, and he's the one that scores the overtime winner. That's one of those uh, turning points that could definitely change a series. Again, I think Tampa Bay closed it out tonight, but that was the one that was like, of all the people that could sway a series, it's Corey Perry.
0: Yeah, fucking Corey Perry, man. We're always so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone else got anything here, or are we uh, we good to go? Because we're we're running short that's, on that's, time. I
1: always want to. I always want to hear his Monday night. What he thinks oh, about yeah. the Monday yeah, nighter? Yeah. Tonight's yeah. probably the best. The game Holy of the year, yeah. uh, in my opinion, and uh, I just want to know what you think.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've swayed actually. So this tells me I'm not confident in my play. Originally, so my algorithm was a 50-50 shot. So I originally, from my heart, I was going to go with Baltimore, the home team. I thought they could pull off the win. I'm switching. I think the Chiefs win the game tonight. I don't know what it is. I just, I think the Chiefs get it. And I actually think it's going to be a lower scoring game than people think. I'm thinking somewhere in that 24, 24, 21 type game. So I believe that would be under. Under's yes. in around 49 to 50 right now. Um, so I think it's going to be an under. And I, I like the, I like the underdog. Fascinating so stuff. I,
1: yeah, I also think it's yeah, So I've stopped betting over-unders And I have never been as more more successful At betting football as I am right now So I don't yeah. know, man Those, those coin flips, and because most of the time What I would do is I would take the winner Like I'd play the money line winner And then I'd parlay it with the over-under And mm-hmm. if I lost those bets Obviously I'm getting better odds, but if I lost those bets It was always because of the over-under I was normally picking the winner yeah. and So it's like I realized I'm just not like I'd rather take the low return, you know, on the sure thing yeah. than than try to hit home runs all the oh, time yeah. because your money yeah. your money wears down fast. Like,
3: yep. so yeah, bankroll management is key, and it, that that's totally fine. Like, there's sometimes baseball is one for me that uh, I go I'm pretty streaky on the totals, so there's there'll be a week where I'm like I'm not playing totals this week. And M- like, do you ever bet MMA fights? Oh, I, I'm the yeah, I'm the UFC uh, writer oh. for Odd Shark. So yeah. Oh, so you uh, so what, so this weekend? What did you, what did you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did okay. Uh, I had, I hit Blahovich. I hit out, I hit Adesanya by knockout. So uh, a few plus money winners there, and we're we're all happy. It was great fights.
1: Those were good. I didn't know that. Okay, well that's cool. Now you
0: can Absolutely. come loaded with UFC questions in the future, Chalmers.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. I was so excited for this weekend, and I didn't, I didn't I had no idea we could talk about it. But yeah, that was that was fun. And like, like, okay, one more question,
3: if I could. Bye. Who the
1: hell can come up to chattisanya Who is it? Somebody's got to come up, or somebody's got to come down, or or is there somebody in the division?
3: Or there's somebody in the division. Uh, Shamaev is one that who knows what that beast is. He's been running for people. Of course, he he just knocked out Gerald uh, Miercer. His his first punch standing up is a one punch knockout over Gerald Mirchard, a guy that had only been knocked out once in his career. Uh, so my of course, I'm talking he won't be fighting for a title for another year plus. Um, Jared Canadier creates some interesting things. He's big, he's strong. You know, used to knock guys out at heavyweight. Is now fighting at middleweight. Lost a ton of weight. Looks like he's chiseled out the granite. Uh, but it's gonna be tough. I he's 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 trouble for a lot he's of people. He's a real deal, man. That yeah, guy. Man. He's-
1: He's good. Uh yeah. what did you, did, were you, did you feel bad for Diego
3: Sanchez? No. <laughs> I don't know. he like, didn't Diego, like him. He, he shouldn't have been there. I hate his coach. Uh, John oh, okay. Octavia is uh, a horrendous person and I hope he gets fired and never works again. I don't know, too <laughs> yeah. me. But uh what he's doing to Diego is 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 upsetting to me and uh, I I don't like to see it. But Diego coming out with uh, Jorge all flying knee to come out in the third round uh, there's no need of that. So um I hope Diego retires soon. I don't want to see him get beat up too many I don't times.
1: want to see him in the ring ever again after that. Yeah.
0: All right, Scott. Thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it as always.
3: Take care, fellas. Good luck.
0: There you go. Nice that's shot. Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. Jay, you in the truck now? You pulled off a location switch mid-interview there?
2: Uh, I did. I'm on my way to Boyle Street right now so we can do a little
0: video. Ah, there we go. Well, uh, we're, we're an hour 10 into the podcast, so... Uh...
2: But are you are you impressed? I did it without making any crazy sounds.
0: No, you made some sounds.
2: I did.
1: Crazy
0: yeah. Sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, that's how I knew. I thought I was being a ninja. Damn it. No, no, you were not. Uh, that was Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. Uh, this has been episode two seventeen of the Real Life Podcast. Jay's on his way to do another video with Boyle Street Noodle Noodle. So go check out their Instagram for that as well. Later, we'll be reposting it on the Real Life insta as well and check out our new sponsor twig and berries we love them they're gonna keep us nice and comfortable they can keep you nice and comfortable as well Twigandberries.ca and support local and i mean it's not just local it's good quality stuff as well uh boys thanks for doing the pod again today talk to you guys on thursday yeah yeah Bye. Bye. all right episode 217 of the real life podcast Bye. is over
3: Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen